0: Now, it's time for the Tim Donnelly Show on the talk of the New River Valley, 1017, 1035, and 1460 WRAD. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show. I'm Tim Donnelly, live inside the Mokadu Studio, joined by producer Lobro. You can join us as well on the Phillips Real Estate Hotline, 540-639-4977 zero zero for those of you just tuning in if you're the you're in here for if you are in here for hokey coverage uh, we just finished it up seven to eight every single day will be hokey hours sometimes it'll spill over but not today um, sometimes it'll be a you know a hokie three hours or a hokie two hours um, but for right now it's just a hokie hour seven to eight if you missed it podcast will be posted shortly you can catch it and and uh, recall all of the things going on in hokie basketball and a little bit of hokey football as well. In the meantime, we're going to get you covered once again just to make sure you have something to add into the conversation. When everyone's talking about the game, everyone's talking about the newest sports story, that's where Gotcha Covered comes in. It uh, absolutely makes it so you are part of every conversation that you want to be part of. That's what we do with Gotcha Covered, and that's what's coming right now. No one has time to catch all the games. Don't worry, Tim will get you covered. This weekend, it was all about the NFL, and we'll start at the beginning of the weekend with Bills at Texans when Josh Allen took everyone on the roller coaster that is his experience as an NFL quarterback. But that's not what you want to talk about. Everyone's going to talk about the flip. Everyone's going to talk about uh, his turnovers or his touchdown catches or his 40-yard touchdown runs. What you want to talk about is how the Texans better get their stuff in order. They have the Chiefs next week, and I'll tell you right now, Patrick Mahomes isn't going to be giving them the gifts that Josh Allen gave them on Saturday, so you better be prepared, Texans, next week. Josh Allen, that's old news. Patrick Mahomes, that's what's up next. Next up for us is the Titans at the Patriots, and as you will hear me say all week, ding dong the wicked witch is dead. It's over, and I don't care about recognizing the Patriots greatness you don't care about recognizing the Patriots greatness for everyone that wants to tell you oh you better appreciate the six Super Bowls the last thing the Patriots need is more adulation if you recognize their greatness in real time you appreciated you respected their legend then go ahead right now and dance on their grave they lost to the Titans at home Patriots see ya Sunday started off with the Vikings at the Saints, uh, and it was an instant classic. Push off, no call, no review, who cares? Here's what I want you to know. A couple weeks ago when everyone was saying Drew Brees was the top three quarterback of all time, he's got this record, that record, the other record. This is why he's not. He couldn't beat Kirk Cousins. He couldn't beat the Vikings. Matter of fact, the best offensive plays for the Saints had nothing to do with Drew Brees. What they did have something to do with was Taysom Hill, the backup quarterback that they have an entire package for. Drew Brees is not what you thought he was a couple of weeks ago. Drew Brees is not a top three quarterback of all time. He's not even a top three quarterback of this era, keep that in mind. He's the Carl Malone of quarterbacks. Seahawks at Eagles rounded out the weekend of wild card games, and uh, Carson Wentz took himself out, and that's that's the story of the game, right? That's the story of the uh, of the weekend. Arguably, is Carson Wentz fragile? Carson Wentz injured. Carson Wentz, when he's not in this team, is different. Josh McCown was not prepared to lead this team. But what you want to talk about is how Carson Wentz taking himself out of the game is actually one of the few life's bloods of this sport. You're going to need players who, who can recognize there's something wrong with my noggin. On the sideline, he recognized his brain was rattled, something was wrong, and he took himself out. If you want football to be a sport long into uh, long into the future, you're going to need guys to make that decision, even with High, high, high stakes of a playoff game. The Eagles lost because their quarterback got hurt. You can talk about why he got hurt. Jadavion Clowney, you can talk about if it's a dirty hit, but you you should not knock him for being honest with the, the personnel on the sideline. Virginia Tech basketball on Saturday lost to UVA 65-39, and, and maybe this is partly my fault. I was hyping it up saying the the Hokies had a legitimate shot to win this game, um, but I'm about to hit you with a cold glass of water to the face, and, and you can hit your friends with the same cold glass of water. You can catch it and pass it along. Dose of perspective here. The threes weren't falling, and they are all freshmen. The Virginia Tech Hokies, not a little bit of freshmen. They are all Freshmen. The two veterans, PJ Horn and did not play well, so the onus fell. Uh, the onus fell on Landers Nolly, Hunter Couture, Nahima Lean, Tyrese Radford, Jalen Cohn, John Ogiako, Everyone I just listed, a freshman. They uh, so a group of freshmen lost to UVA. They'll be better in the future because of it. Uh, Moving on here, uh, again, that same basketball team, they're playing Syracuse tomorrow. Get ready for that damn Syracuse zone. It is not going to be fun for a bunch of freshmen to figure out, but it is another opportunity for them to learn. Looking quickly at Hokie football, the All-American games were this weekend, both the Under Armour High School All-American game and the U.S. Army High School All-American game. If you are looking for Hokies in the game, keep looking. There were none. The Hokies had none. Even though there were five in the two games combined from the state of Virginia, Hokies had commitments from neither. Today, Tua tungo will be making his decision to go pro or stay at Alabama at 11 a.m. Nick Saban will be alongside him. Just let you, I'll just leave you with this. If I were Tua, you would have to absolutely drag me back to Alabama. He is gone. That is gotcha covered here on the Tim Donnelly Show. Uh, making sure you have something for every conversation that will happen today, anywhere sports are talked about happy hour, break room, kids' practice, grocery store, really, anywhere. Uh, local sports radio, there's a uh, there's a, a, a lot uh, packed in there in five minutes, and we'll, we'll be doing that just about every single day to make sure that you are taken care of. Uh, speaking of taking care of you, the Redskins need to take care of themselves. You know, again, I'm going to have to raise my hand on this one and say, sorry, that's on me. You know, like when a, when a basketball player fouls somebody, they raise their hand like, yep, that was me. I hit them just so everybody knows. I'm raising my hand right now. My bad. That's on me. Uh, I, I gave the Redskins some praise, right? I said, Ron Rivera, good hire. I said, getting rid of Bruce Allen, good move. I said, Jack Del Rio, good hire. I said, their thoughts on Dwayne Haskins were good, right? Ron Rivera came out and said, listen, I drafted a number one overall pick. And the moment we did, we had a plan in place for developing him, and it worked. So right now, we're in the process of developing a plan to get Dwayne Haskins to a similar place. I loved it. I said, look at this. Positive, positive, positive. The Redskins are on a roll. And the moment you think the Redskins are on a roll. They slam right into a wall. They pull the rug out from under you. They've announced... That they are gonna wait till after the draft to hire a GM, a general manager, a decision maker on things like the draft. They're gonna wait until after the draft. Weird. Essentially, they're like, we're gonna put on a benefit concert. We're gonna have a huge concert. Everyone's gonna show up. Uh, they're like, all right, who are you gonna to get to be the band? Oh, we're not gonna worry about the band till after the concert. It's like, wait. The reason you hire a band is for the concert. What do you mean you're not going to you're not going to hire the band until after the concert? The reason you have a general manager is to be the decision maker and the leader of who you draft. What what is going on here? You need someone to be the leader in your war room. You're going to wait till after the draft to hire the decision maker for the draft. Only the Redskins, absolutely, 100%, only the Redskins could talk themselves into this. And I know other teams have done it in the past, but, but you, when you're the Redskins, you don't get to do what other teams have done. You've proven that you need all of the training wheels on your bike. You will fall over flat on your face. You not only need training wheels, you need elbow pads, knee pads, wrist guards, a helmet. And I'm not talking about a bike helmet. You need a motorcycle helmet or a motocross helmet that covers your face. You need a mouth guard. You need protections. Because you create drama where drama doesn't exist. You are the Redskins. So I can tell you this right now. Anyone you draft this year with your general manager not hired, is automatically not your general manager's guy. And you're setting yourself up for rifts in the organization. That's Ron Rivera's guy. That's not the general manager's guy. Why would he protect him? Why would he give him an extension? Why wouldn't he trade him away for a lower pick? That's not my guy. That's Ron Rivera's guy. Now Ron Rivera's mad because, hey, that's my guy. I drafted him. Now the general manager's saying, yeah, but I wasn't around. It is a power struggle. It's why the, I actually really like what the 49ers did, right? Was, was Shanahan a, a great hire? Yes. Was John Lynch an unorthodox hire that's looking pretty good? Yes, but what did they do? They hired him at the exact same time. They gave him matching six-year contracts, and they said, listen, you two better learn to get along. You better create some kind of symbiotic relationship where you two can get along. One of you clownfish, another of you anemone. An anemone anemone me. Anemone anemone me. You have all seen Nemo? See an anemone. Enemy. That is a movie I have actually seen. All right, we got a reference. Morning show starting off hot. Lobro's getting my references. Right? You need to create a, le- a relationship between general manager and coach that is is well thought out. If it's not equal, at least their roles are very, very defined. It can't be. You were here first. You used the whole draft, and all these guys are your guys, and they're not my guys. I'm going to get my guys in here, and they're going to replace your guys because they're going to be so much better than your guys, and I wasn't around for the draft. I don't like it at all. You're, you're, it's it's not even putting the cart before the horse. It's putting the the concert before the band. It's putting it, – it, it's it's – School starts on Monday. Who's the teacher? Oh, we're going to hire him around Christmas.
1: It's like a car with no motor.
0: It's like, hey, we got this nice car, but you can't drive it. You need the leader in the room. You need the leader in the room. Every single decision that a coach will make will be made with one very specific thing in mind. Keeping their job. Every single decision that a coach will make will be made with keeping their job In priority, a general manager is the one that's supposed to say, well, let's look at the long-term health of this franchise. Let's not just look for the long-term health of Ron Rivera keeping his job. Let's look for the long-term health of of the franchise. That's what a general manager does. They don't have that voice in the room this year, and they're choosing not to have that voice in the room, and I can't believe it. We're going to take a break. When we come back to Tungo Vailoa, 11 o'clock today in a press conference alongside Nick Saban, will decide whether he is going pro or not. Or we'll announce. He probably already decided. We'll announce whether he's going pro or not. What do you expect next? Hokie fans start jumping. More of the Tim Donnelly Show is next on WRAD. Welcome back into the WRAD Radio Network, 101.7, 103.5, and 1460 AM, the home for the Tim Donnelly Show, now in the mornings, 6 to 9. Thank you for waking up with us, taking us with you on your commute. Uh, We really appreciate it. Tuatungo vailoa not a Heisman winner, although probably one of the most talked about college players of all time, the best quarterback in the history of Alabama, uh, and that does include the likes of Uh, Jalen Hurts does include the likes of Joe Namath. Does include the likes of I believe Bart Starr went to Alabama. Um, uh, It it is it is all about Tua when it comes to the record books uh, for quarterback passing in Alabama history. And today at 11 a.m., he alongside Nick Saban will have a press conference announcing whether he will go pro or will stay at Alabama for one more year. Um, Now, obviously, if he were healthy. It would have been all pro all day, probably the number one overall pick. But his injury throws a wrench in that system. The hip injury throws a wrench in that system. Not the ankle injury where he had the tightrope procedure. That one everyone seems cool with. But the, the hip injury that happened uh, as he returned from the ankle injury is the one that everyone is concerned about. It's been compared to Bo Jackson's injury, and obviously Bo Jackson was never the same. So uh, that's where we stand. Now, we'll start with Nick Saban. When it comes to Nick Saban, Nicholas Saban, one of the greatest college coaches in the history of, uh, of college coaching, the devil works hard. Nick Saban works harder. Nick Saban works smarter. Nick Saban is one step ahead of most people and, and three steps ahead of the rest of college football. He is going to be alongside Tuatungovailoa making this announcement. Now we talked earlier about how you can get caught in a lose-lose situation. Nick Saban is putting himself in a win-win situation. If Tua decides he wants to go pro, Nick Saban will be alongside him, smiling, shaking his hand, telling him, good job, buddy. And you know what that's going to do? That's going to show every five-star recruit out there that Nick Saban wants what's best for you, even if it means leaving early. He's going to be next to Tua on all of the Instagram pictures of him saying thank you to, to Alabama and saying see you to the NFL, and he is going to be right there saying it's best for you, buddy. And if you're a five-star and you come here and it's in your best interest to go pro, I will get you as ready as possible to go pro and I will send you on your way to chase your dreams. And I will be your biggest cheerleader. And that's good. And that's working smart rather than working hard. And on the flip side, let's say that that Tua decides to come back to Alabama then Nick Saban is in the picture again being the representative of the Alabama Crimson Tide being more attractive to someone with every option in the world than the NFL. He's the one sitting there saying, Tua could have gone pro. Tua could have been a first-round pick. Tua could have been a millionaire in a couple months. Instead, he'd rather come back and play for me. Sure, I yell and scream and my face looks like it's going to pop whenever I get mad and it turns red and it looks swollen when I'm yelling at officials or yelling at players or yelling at kickers. But when players have options, they most often choose Nick Saban and Alabama, and he's going to be there as the physical embodiment of that. Nick Saban one of his most important skills, right? Obviously he's a great defensive mind. He's been that for decades. Obviously he's a great recruiter, but one thing that he is also able to do is is convince players to pass on the NFL for one more year to come back to Alabama. And that's real power there. That I mean it's 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 a superpower. Dylan Moses, right? Probably one of the top middle linebackers on the board. Uh said he wants to come back. They're starting left tackle. Left tackle, if you watch the blind side, you know how important that position is. He could go become a, a gigantic money winner coming back to
1: Alabama. That's crazy because you know you could go out and sign a contract for millions of dollars but you're going to stay and play
0: in college for another year. The fact that Tua is like contemplating is ridiculous. Is Chase Daniel, quarterback Missouri, uh has bounced around the NFL for a long time, hasn't gotten an opportunity to be a starter. Chase Daniel has been a backup to Drew Brees. He's been a backup to Jay Cutler. He's been a backup to Mitch Trubisky. He's been a backup to Alex Smith. He's been a backup all over the league. He essentially told Tua tungo through the media, run to the NFL. Don't walk. Run. Get there as fast as you can. That's the type of advice Tua's going, and he's, he's getting. And he's still saying, let me think about this. I might want to come back to Alabama.
1: Now, let me ask you this. Putting the, all the players do what they want mm-hmm. thing aside,
0: what do you believe he should do? Now, exactly. I, I, I want to emphasize what you said, you know, putting the, the players do what they want. Every single player should have the complete wherewithal to make the decision to do what they feel is best for them. And Tua Tungo-Vailoa is no different, right? Just like I believe every player should be allowed to transfer everywhere. That's my belief, right? It's on Tua to weigh all of his options. It's on Alabama to make him want to stay. And I wholeheartedly believe that. With that being said, I'm Team Chase Daniel. Run to the NFL. Don't walk. Run. And, and, and for those of you saying if he comes back, he could turn himself back into a top five pick rather than a 15 to 20, and, and he'll make himself another $10 million. Listen, I'm about to flip your argument on its head. Yes, you will make more money on your rookie contract if you get drafted higher, but by getting into the league one year earlier, he will be one year closer to the money that is truly, truly generational, right? The the, the money that you make on your, your first four years on a rookie contract is equivalent to what you will make in one year at the end of your contract, uh, excuse me, at the end of your career if you pan out. So I am telling Tua, go pro, bet on yourself, you will make that $10 million back in one year right you want one you'd rather have one year in your prime in the NFL than make 10 million more on your first 4 years right one more year in your prime by then could be 50 million dollars at the rate quarterback deals go up by the time Tua is is the premier quarterback in the league if he ever becomes that or even a serviceable starter if he ever becomes that will be worth 40 plus million dollars per year Get to that contract faster. Now, I'm a believer in Tua. I think he's a really, really good player. He went to the same high school as Marcus Mariota. I do not see the same things that Marcus Mariota has struggled with being things that Tua struggles with.
1: I mean, I'd, his name doesn't just get thrown around for, you know, giggles.
0: I, I think the difference is uh, Mariota went to Oregon where they ran extremely, extremely, extremely college concepts. Um... Uh, Tua tungo went to Alabama where they run a modern NFL offense. He was making the decisions that he had to make starting the moment he walked on to, uh, to Tuscaloosa's campus. I, I I can't emphasize enough that Nick Saban being at this press conference is good for Alabama either way. I believe there is one way that I would lean if I were Tua, but I also want to make absolutely no bones about it. I'm not Tua. <laughs> I do not have any of those extremely obvious traits that everybody, the moment he became a quarterback, looked at him and said, "Shit, that guy will play in the NFL, right? There aren't many people on the planet that have those types of smack you in your face talents, right? Occasionally there's a singer opens their mouth, sings a note, and everyone goes, let's get that person a record contract. And occasionally there's an athlete who the moment they, they step onto a field, court, pool, track, whatever it is, everyone goes, Nike should give them a bunch of money, right? There's a few of them. Two is one of them. He, he is dealing with things that the average person will never, ever deal with. But that doesn't mean we can't look at his situation, weigh the pros and cons, and come up with what we think we would do in that situation. And I will tell you this. What I think I would do in Tua's situation is look at Nick Saban, say thanks, but see ya. If you need me to uh, to to call up a recruit, I don't even know if that's legal. Um, let me know. If you need me to bump into them next time they're you know having recruits in uh, Tuscaloosa, let me know. I'll catch a flight back. But as far as I'm concerned, I'm outie. I'm gone. I'm a Bengal, <laughs> or I'm a I'm a the Dolphin, or I'm a Jag. Whatever it is. Let's take a break here on the Tim Donnelly Show. Next up, NFL weekend. What did we learn this past weekend? And what is going to be different about this NFL playoff than any playoff in my lifetime? Next. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show on the Talk of the New River Valley, WRAD, 1017-1035-1460 AM. I'm Tim Donnelly alongside producer Lobro here inside the Mockadoo Studio. Guests and callers join us on the Baker Team Hotline, 540-639-4900. That's the Baker Team Hotline from Louise Baker and her team over at Long and Foster, uh, the Louise Baker Team Hotline, 540-639-4900. Let's reload the NFL weekend. Okay, Remember we talked about how Tom Brady lost? Remember? Yep. Tom Brady lost? Yeah, he uh, did. Uh, Celebrate. Drew Brees, remember? We talked about how Drew Brees lost? hmm Remember how that means that Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger, Eli Manning, all will not be winning the Super Bowl today? Or this year? They won't be winning it today either. Uh, but this year? It's like we talk- keep talking about the new generation. The new generation. I'm going to read... Just on the AFC side, right? The AFC quarterback representative in the Super Bowl uh, starting in 2018 and working back, right? With this year obviously being uh, someone who's not any of these guys. 2018, Brady. 2017, Brady. 2016, Brady. 15, Manning. 14, Brady. 13, Manning. 12, Flacco. 11, Brady. 10, Roethlisberger. 9, Manning. 8, Roethlisberger. 7, Brady. 6, Manning. 5 Roethlisberger, 4 Brady, 3 Brady. That's going back to 2003. It was Brady, Manning, Roethlisberger every year except for the one magical run by Joe Flacco. Brady, Manning, Roethlisberger. Every year except for one since 2003. Back before the Virginia Tech win streak over UVA started. Brady, Manning, Roethlisberger. Every year except for one. Wow. Think about that. This year, none of them. It's not going to be Flacco either. It's not going to be Rich Gannon, who was 2003. Man. And then it was Brady. It's not going to be Tony Banks, who was the Ravens. I thought that was Dilfer's year. Who knows? Not going to be McNair, Elway, Bledsoe. It's not going to be anyone. We're going to have a brand new representative of, of the, the AFC. And that is just one way to identify the old guard is now being represented by one individual. And even he kind of bucked against the old guard for most of his career. The old guard is, the old guard is one guy. It's Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers versus the youth of today. Kirk Cousins really making his first real run in the playoffs. Jimmy G making his first real run in the playoffs. Tannehill making his first real run in the playoffs. Lamar making his first real run in the playoffs. Deshaun Watson making his first real run in the playoffs. Patrick Mahomes, I guess second in his third year as a starting quarterback. Russell Wilson, he's bridging the gap a bit. I'm not going to call him old. I still think he's young. And Aaron Rodgers. And the question becomes, it's either going to be Aaron Rodgers winning the Super Bowl or we're going to crown someone that I believe will will put themselves in line to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Right? If you go back uh to that that Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh Super Bowl where Brad Johnson was the quarterback, since then and I believe that was 02, right? The the Gruden, Warren Sapp, Derrick Brooks Super Bowl, any time more recent than that? The only quarterbacks to win a a Super Bowl championship, not on a rookie contract, are Brady, Manning, Manning, Roethlisberger, Rodgers, Breeze. All of them first ballot Hall of Famers. All of them first ballot Hall of Famers. You can include Foles in there. But but Foles uh, was only in there because the quarterback that was on a rookie contract was hurt. My point is, when you don't have enough money to spend on other positions because you're giving it to the quarterback, uh, the only ones that win are first ballot Hall of Famers. Which means, if Kirk pulls it off, if Jimmy G pulls it off, if is uh, still on a rookie contract, Watson, I believe, is still on a rookie contract, Mahomes is still on a rookie contract. So if Kirk, Jimmy G, Russell, Rodgers... Hill's on a backup contract, but still. Any of those five pull it off? They're setting themselves up to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Now, they aren't now. Their resume now doesn't say that they should be, but they're setting themselves up, if history proves itself, to go on a run that will make them one of the all-time greats. And when's the last time we inducted someone new into that conversation with the all-time greats? Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was the last one we put into that category That's crazy. Aaron Rodgers was drafted over 10 years ago. It's the last player we put in that category. Now I'm knocking on the door of being willing to put Mahomes in there. Lamar if he can do it more than 1 year. Deshaun Watson if he wins a Super Bowl, but but they're not there yet. The 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 body of work is not there. We're going to see something that we haven't seen Since 2003. We're going to see something that we haven't seen since 2003. It is a quarterback's game. Drew Brees wasn't a good enough quarterback. Tom Brady wasn't a good enough quarterback. Ben Roethlisberger is an injured quarterback. Peyton Manning is a retired quarterback. Joe Flacco, who knows what he has going on, quarterback. We're going to see someone new live up to the billing. Someone new raise the trophy. Someone new stake their claim. And if it's Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes, watch out. Right? Could be that, that uh, you know, Giannis getting his MVP moment where it's like, we might be in for a decade of this. Right? Might be Luka putting up a 40-point triple-double, and we all look around and go, does anyone see any way that anyone can stop this in the next 10 years? If Lamar Jackson wins a Super Bowl, I'm going to be looking around saying, anyone have a plan? You got a contingency here? He, yeah, got a fallback? Any Anyone keeping any avatars, mm-hmm. big blue defenders out there that can tackle him? Because I don't see it. If they don't figure it out now, I don't, if, if Patrick Mahomes goes on a, a Joe Flacco 2012 run, right, where he wins a Super Bowl and is throwing for 14 touchdowns in three games, if he does that, which would be insane, I guess 12 touchdowns in three games would be more, more realistically well, I mean, he's insane.
1: already broken records. Right? Has, you know, it's, but, it's
0: crazy. But but I'm, But I'm saying if he does that, we might all have to look around and go, we just got rid of Tom Brady. We just got rid of him. Now we're gonna have a more athletically dynamic Tom Brady. I don't want to see this. At least it's not Tom Brady. At least it's not Tom Brady. Uh, I want to remind everybody real quickly here about Collision Plus uh, in, in the New River Valley. Two convenient locations: Blacksburg and Christiansburg. They do it all from auto body repair to auto body. Excuse me, auto paint refinishing, vehicle striping, frame and unibody straightening, collision wheel alignments, temporary repairs, vehicle towing, enterprise car rental. They can help you with just about any kind of body damage. Whether it be a grocery cart ding to a full-on auto collision repair, Collision Plus can get you back on the road again. They are open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, so the phone lines are open right now. And if you're going, you know, I've had that dent on my back bumper, on my back passenger door, for long enough, and I'm going to get it fixed, then you want to take down this number. 540 953 three nine one zero five four oh nine five three three nine one zero that is collision plus in Blacksburg and Christiansburg give them a call tell them you heard about it right here on the Tim Donnelly show we're gonna take a break when we come back the final segment of our first morning show for the Tim Donnelly show and it's going to involve picks stick around don't rush off the Tim Donnelly show will be right back on WRAD Welcome back, Tim Donnelly Show, Talk of the New River Valley, WRAD, 101.7, 103.5, and 1460 AM. I'm Tim Donnelly, alongside producer Lobro here inside the Mockadoo Studio. Guests and callers join us on the Baker Team Hotline. That's 540-639-4900. The Baker Team Hotline, 540-639-4900. Lobro is with us, and when we make picks on this show, for those of you that that haven't tuned in because we're in a new time slot, this is our first time in the morning. We do something where we wager, right? I mean, gambling is becoming legal. It's already federally legal. States have to legalize it. Uh, not quite in Virginia yet, but I believe it's coming.
1: Yeah, but as, and as a radio show, though, betting
0: money's not—it's not fun for y'all. There you go. Uh, the problem is, what do you care if I owe Lobro ten bucks? But it is more fun if we bet embarrassment. So what we do is anytime we wager, we bet embarrassment, and it comes in the form of singing. I, as I said earlier, am a terrible singer. Lowbro, not much better. Uh, Big Nate, intern Tristan, who occasionally will be filling in, uh, not good singers as well. So we wager embarrassment. And embarrassment comes in the form of the winner having to pick a song for the loser to sing, and they have to give us at least 10 seconds of wholehearted energy, all good, go-for-it singingness. Lowbro Lobro... Uh, On our last afternoon show, (laughs) like a fool, decided to bet on the Bills. I bet on the Bills because buffaloes are cool. That's That's literally my reason. That's the type of analysis you get from producer Lobro. Uh, He bet on the Bills. Josh Allen went haywire. They lost. And, uh, And because of that, he has to sing. And in honor of our first morning show, I selected a song from Singing in the Rain. 1950s classic. And I believe it's called Good Morning. It is. All right. Here's Good Morning from Lobro. So good morning,
1: good morning. Sunbeams will soon smile through. Good morning, good morning to you and you and you and you. Good morning, good morning. We've gabbed the whole night through. Good morning, good morning to you.
0: I don't know if the energy was quite there. Are you serious? I, I was I, doing I, the I, boppy I, thing. I did see you going back and forth with the 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 rights and the lefts, but uh, but I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I can't get my voice up as high as the woman who sings I want, that song. I think I just wanted to see you try.
1: Just wanted to see me try? I think I just wanted to I think I effort. tried
0: pretty well. Alright, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. Uh, so that's how it goes, and, and usually there's songs that are more embarrassing to sing, but I felt like that was appropriate when it comes to our first morning show, giving everyone a nice little uh, good morning. Also, I want to remind everybody that this weekend, coming up, uh, when you're hanging out with friends, stretch the truth a little to make your stories more interesante. Uh Equis, of course, is, is the beer that you should be drinking when you're keeping it Interesante. Because after all, they're the only beer that has lettered in, in football, football, and foosball. They're the only beer that inspired the very first two-point conversion. The only beer whose bottle is the exact same shade as football turf. So this weekend when you're hanging out with friends, grab yourself a Dos Equis and keep it Interesante. Always drink responsibly. Now it's time for picks. Low bro, are you feeling froggy? Of course. All right, looks like the closest one when it comes to a spread is going to be Pacers at Hornets.
1: Pacers at Hornets? Yes. Um, Give me the Pacers. You're taking the Pacers.
0: They are the overwhelming favorite, but the Woo! Hornets are at home. Oh, okay. So, I uh, almost
1: picked the Hornets because, hey, they're like animals. They're local, so... I, I, they're animals. <laughs> they're like insects or whatever. Are, are Hornets insects, technically? Arthropods? I have no
0: idea. I'm not a biologist. Uh, surprise <laughs> as, as if you couldn't tell not a licensed <laughs> biologist um picks well, let's go ahead and jump into them they're all nba today uh not much else going on no acc basketball games only a couple top 25 games no college football obviously because there's only one left no nfl because they're waiting till the weekend um so we got nba fulfilling our picks today uh starting with thunder at sixers now uh, as, as if you listen to the show often I'm a Sixers fan. I should get my biases out of the way to the morning crew. Um, I am, I am a, a Sixers fan. So it, it, it pains me when I pick against them. Luckily they're playing a really bad team in the thunder. So I don't have to pick against them. Give me the Sixers, uh, Pacers at Hornets. We just went over this. I, I would pick the Pacers. They're the better team. Uh, however, I don't pick against teams that I wager on. So give me the Hornets all day or er day. Uh, Celtics at Wizards, they wouldn't even put a line on this one on ESPN.com um, because the Celtics are going to win by a bunch. Uh, the Wizards are struggling. They waived Justin Robinson, which does not make me okay with them. Uh, Justin Robinson deserves to be in an NBA roster, uh, but but uh, their punishment will be getting shellacked by the Celtics. Uh, Nets at Magic. The, the Magic are surprisingly good. like Like more than a little surprisingly good. They're really surprisingly good. Um, Bam out of bio plays for the Heat. Jonathan Isaac plays for the magic. It's really one of those deals where it's um, there's there's not many reasons why I think the magic are good, but they are. Hard to explain. A natural phenomena, if you will. Something you might be able to call magic. Ah uh-huh. doom uh, so go ahead and give me the magic to beat the Nets. Even though I think the Nets are the better team, I do think magic playing at home uh, with a little bit of home court magic uh, will pull it off. Nuggets at Hawks. This is another one. Uh, Trey Young is one of the top vote getters in the all-star uh, rankings. And, and and that is, uh, <laughs> shout out to my mom. She just wrote in Louisiana versus Miami of Ohio bowl game tonight. Uh, did not know that even existed. Uh, w- w- mom, if you're still listening, what bowl game is it? Um, nuggets at Hawks. Uh, Like I said, Trey Young being one of the top all-star vote-getters, that's going to be their win. That's going to be their victory, the fact that they have one player that might be an all-star. But in real games, it's going to be the Nuggets. Jazz at Pelicans. Going to go ahead and give this one to the Jazz because the Pelicans are still reeling, although we might get an opportunity to see Zion Williamson play at some point this month. They're saying he might be back from injury at some point this month, Uh, but that's not tonight, so give me the Jazz. Uh, Bucks at Spurs. This one's simple. One of the teams has Giannis Antetokounmpo. The other team does not. So go ahead and give me the Bucks. Bulls at Mavs. This one's simple. One of the teams has Luka Doncic. The other does not. Uh, that means I'm picking the Mavs, by the way. And then Warriors at Kings. How far the Warriors have fallen, right? Their biggest uh, highlight of the last couple of weeks. Has been an intricate handshake, like a secret handshake that Steph Curry has with his daughter Riley. We used to not be able to go two seconds scrolling on any social media without seeing something about the Warriors. Now, over the last couple of weeks, the only thing that I can, uh, the only thing that I can figure out, the only thing that can pop up as, as spam. From the Warriors is a handshake between their injured best player and his daughter. Give me the Kings. Uh, last thing I want to do here is remind you about SeatGeek and the SeatGeek app. S-E-A-T-G-E-E-K. The best, fastest, easiest way to buy tickets on the internet. By the way, my mom coming through in the clutch. The lending bowl is what it's what it is between mm. Miami of Ohio and uh and Louisiana. You know what I'll do? You, if, if you're willing to trade, instead of Pacers, Hornets, we'll pick the Lending Bull. Obviously, Lending Tree Bull. Lending Tree Bull. She's coming back with the correction. Louisiana versus Miami of Ohio for the for the bet. Are you, uh, are you in? Ah, I don't want to be in. I really don't want to be uh, in for so that So you're one. scared?
1: Not scared, I just I'm gonna know I'm going to use that, old
0: school peer pressure to get you into this.
1: I just know that I'm in a better position if I stay where I'm at right now. We're negotiating this, but I think I'm in a better position staying right where I'm but at right now. But it's less
0: fair. Are you are you in in when is, are you in when, favor of fair? Since when has this ever been that fair? It's always been fair. I've never <laughs> picked, I picked the game, you picked the team. I'm changing the game. We're picking the lending ah. table. Louisiana versus Miami of Ohio. Uh Give me Louisiana. All right, on you're, the bayou. On, you're on Louisiana. I'm on the Red Hawks of Miami of Ohio. Obviously, I did not do any research on that game. <laughs> um, as I was saying, SeatGeek app, best place on the 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 planet to buy your tickets. If you want to go to the Lending Tree Bowl, uh, you can buy a, uh, a airplane ticket. Get on. Uh, Get on to the SeatGeek app. I'm sure you can buy tickets. S-E-A-T-G-E-E-K. I have it on my phone. I've used it for Hokie games. I'm probably going to use it for concerts this upcoming summer. Uh, It's by far the fastest and easiest way to to buy tickets. So uh, go ahead check it out and use promo code TIM. That's T-I-M, promo code TIM, for $10 off your first purchase. Promo code TIM, T-I-M, for $10 off your first purchase. That is just about going to do it for us here on the Tim Donnelly Show, our very first 6 to 9 in the morning edition. What are we going to do with the rest of our day? We, You know what? We're going to have to go figure something out. But uh thank you all for tuning in, starting your day with us. Do want to remind you, if you missed anything, you weren't up in time, you want to catch Hokie Hour, which aired from 7 to 8, it will all be on the podcast, found everywhere podcasts can be found. Just uh, search for The Tim Donnelly Show. We really appreciate it. Tomorrow is a Top Tuesday. We're bringing that to Mornings. So we'll have top lists at the top of each hour. Should be a really, really fun way to get through the day. We'll see you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Until then, have a great day, everybody.